You know, a lot of people during the last two years have gone, what are you doing in the United States? And that made us really think there is a need here for the gospel. Hello, it's a brand new year, and we welcome you to the Word in Action podcast from Bible League International. I'm your host, Michael Woolworth. It's likely that when you think of Bible League, you think of ministry carried out in the regions of Asia, Africa, Europe, the Middle East, and Latin America. But my guest today, Andrew Earnshaw, tells us that this organization is doing more and more in the United States, and many are coming to Christ and learning to be a light right here in America. Andrew, listeners uh, likely know Bible League best for our ministry around the world. You know, you think of Bible League, you think, okay, we're serving on the continent of Africa, we're we're deep in the heart of Asia, we're in Latin America, but we also do things here in America, don't we? Tell us Mm -hmm. two or three ways that Bible League ministers here in the U.S. Yeah, thanks, Michael. We actually uh, do a lot of work in the United States, and it's been a blessing to see that work. And a lot of times we work in prisons, we work in areas that Uh, Maybe not a a lot of people are aware of places like immigrant communities in Miami and California. And we're working with uh, prison chaplains. We're working with uh, recovery centers. There's there's a lot of stuff going on. And a lot of people see the United States and they say, well, we have all these resources. We have all these things. Why do we need to, to fund that? But sometimes we don't see the communities that are not part of our own, you know. And so uh, we do a lot of work in there. And then we also work in different ways. We try to encourage stewardship in, in young people and work with kids and hmm. um, also after school programs in, in the inner city and in like the south side of Chicago right over here. So those are a couple ways of that. So what makes ministry different uh, in the U.S. Uh, from uh, a region like uh, Asia or Africa in terms of Needs that you're addressing, uh, programs that we utilize, people that are served. Talk about some of the differences that uh, may not be apparent. You know, America, when, when people think of America, they may think that, you know, we are a culturally Christian country. Um, but a lot of that is actually changing. A lot of the young people that I talk to, like there's a, there's a person coming to our small group right now that has never heard of David Goliath. They've never heard of, hmm. of the Ten Commandments. They don't know anything about that. Hmm. Hmm. And so... Um, it's a changing community. A lot of people, a lot of kids' parents um, either rejected scripture or they just never heard of it, and then they they haven't heard of Jesus. And so there's a new opportunity with this next generation to really tell them the gospel and and mm-hmm. and help them and build relationships, especially in an area where people are getting more disconnected. You know, right? And so especially what we do with Project Philip, relationships are super important, and so uh, that's one of the ways. And then. Things like Bible-based literacy. We have a uh, a Bible-based literacy uh, class in Boston, and there's a, a, a need for two classes just because of how many people want to learn English, and we're able to do that using the Bible. We're able to mm. teach that using the Bible. Yeah, our donors are familiar with our founding uh, back in 1938, right? By a couple mm. by the name of William and Betty Chapman. Mm. Um, how did those 85 years of history inform how Bible League carries out ministry today here in America? Yeah, I love this question because I love the history of Bible League. You know, Bill Chapman, a lot of people know the history. He he starts going door to door 85 years ago and just asking people if they got a, if they would give mm. him a Bible if they would read it. Yeah, right, right. And right. so another thing on that a lot of people don't know about Bill Chapman is that he was bold. He'd go into churches and he would ask the people, "Hey, where are your newly baptized? Where are your where are your professions of faith? People mm. that have come in off the street." And the church would say, you know, we don't have we don't have any of them. Mm. And he'd say, let's go and, and go start knocking on doors, go mm. door to door. And so we are back in that 
time again. You know, we've, we've gone to out to the rest of the world. There's, there's ministry going on all around the world, but there is a need here in the United States to do exactly what Bill did, which is challenge the church because hmm. it's really easy to get comfortable inside the four walls of the church. Yeah. And so that is an inspiration to me and something that we really try to do. And in fact, have done recently, we, we hit um, with a few ministry groups, all of Kankakee. We went to every single home in Kankakee mm. and, and mm. we want to make sure people are engaged in scripture. Again, we, we don't just hand it out willy nilly. You know, we want to make sure mm. people are engaged in it. Yeah. Um, but there's opportunities all over the place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a big part of our uh, mission statement is engaging people, right? Right. As you say, not just going in and saying, hey, Bible's anybody, but mm. helping them understand what's in that Bible, what God God asks of his, uh, his followers. Mm. Let's go deeper into one of those uh, ministry areas you talked about earlier. You talked about inmates and mm. um, immigration demographics, things like that. Let's go deeper into one or two of those areas for us. Yeah, so there's always a need in prisons. And so, you know, we partner with a group called Chicago Bible Society. They, last January, I'm pulling up my notes here, trained about over 200 inmates to actually uh, reach other people with the gospel. And so you have stuff like that. But what I shared a little bit earlier is in Boston, there's a, there's a church called Fountain of Life Church, and they are reaching a ton of people through Bible-based literacy. And it's, hmm. it's a mixed, it's a diverse church. You have... um you know, Hispanic people, you have white people, you have all these things. And what they're doing is reaching out to the community. And there's such a demand for people that want to know English that mm. they come to the Bible-based literacy classes, but then they end up giving their life to Jesus. And we've heard story after story in that same church is working with the last figure was about 60 people. I think it's even more than that now. Mm. And they trained about 190 people in mm. that church through Project Philip well, as well to well. reach others. And so every one of those is a potential story of, of somebody being engaged in Scripture and coming to Christ. And I've seen it in my own life. I've seen it in, in, uh, from countless stories from around the U.S., mm. and it's, it's an amazing thing. Yeah, you mentioned the potential of stories. Um, tell us a story. Tell us a testimony of somebody that's been uh, reached, engaged, and impacted by Bible League. Actually, there's something fresh in my head from this last weekend. I was in Sacramento, and we were working with... Uh, a pastor that went through our church planner training class mm. and he he didn't plant a church but he got a church that was pretty much dying and it was, only had a few families and he was able to grow that church to 80 people and now what he's doing with like half the congregation is bringing them in and training them on how to use project philip how to go mm. out and reach people with the gospel and so there was one guy that was there that was talking to me and I was talking to an interpreter because I don't speak spanish and he was only speaking spanish but this guy was about my age, and he talked about how he struggled with drugs, how he struggled with alcohol, how he struggled with even abuse. He was very open. You know, mm. he, he, had, uh, he had experienced some trauma when he was younger, and, and he brought that into his own life, and how uh, somebody from the church reached out. He was actually working for the guy. He was a landscaper, mm. and they started going through the Gospel of John, and this guy just had his heart opened, and God started working in his life, and, and Jesus started working in him, and now he's being trained to be an evangelist himself. And now he's in the Project Philip groups learning himself and, yeah. and helping this church planter that, you know, just a few steps down from him because of the church planter went through church planter training and, and received his knowledge. He was able to plant the church, which was able to minister to the guy that reached out to this guy okay. who gave his oh, life to Christ. Yeah, you I know, love that. I love that. So you've mentioned Boston. You just got back from California. You, what, what is your title here? Which, what do you do in that, in a very, very important role? Yeah. 
So this is another way that Bible League in the U.S. stands out because our donor base is in the United States. And so we do everything from fundraising, and that's how I started at Bible League. But what I do now is I oversee pastors in the United States who actually lead trainings. They they help church planners start churches. Mm. They teach evangelism and, and literacy. And so we have three pastors on staff. But one of the exciting things that we are doing is trying to raise up new volunteer pastors. And so we're working mm. with a group in California. We're working with a group in Illinois and Boston as well mm. um, to actually be Bible League ambassadors and to do the work and, and to continue to spread that to make sure we're reaching more and more people all the time. What are some of your uh, new, new initiatives you're looking at? I mean, I know ministry changes, it's fluid, but, uh, but talk about some of the newer initiatives with U.S. ministry. And then, Andrew, what's your vision for the future for this uh, this part of Bible League? Yeah, yeah. well, it, it links up with your last question of currently, even in just this last year with three pastors on staff, we were able to reach over 41,000 people with the gospel. Mm. And, and we saw 4,100 people, over 4,100 people actually complete, go through the gospel of John mm. and be engaged in another 1,000 plus people trained. And so we want to make sure that we are able to follow up with more people. And so that's mm. one of the reasons we want to see more volunteers come on staff. Um, another really exciting initiative that we have is I have three kids. They're all very young. And I see how greedy they can be, you know? And so we have something called the Light of the World Adventure. And Mm. it's for kids, and it connects kids to missions around the world. They raise money for uh, kids to get their own Bible. And so Mm. every we know every $5 gets a Bible out to somebody, and it's not just read, or it's not just sitting on a shelf, it's engaged in. And so we try to engage kids in that process. I love that. And so um, with that comes a bunch of material, a bunch of things that, that can be done, recipes from different countries. <laughs> um, and so that's an exciting part of, of what we're doing as well. And there's so many other things, online training. Yeah, a lot of, lot of different things. Yeah, I, I, I just love that because I think if you can engage kids right at that age, then it's very natural to want to engage with a ministry like Bibling, right? Mm-hmm. Have, a, have a global focus. Yeah, I love that. Andrew, what are a couple ways that we can pray for U.S. ministry? We are in a new season, and we are seeing a ton of opportunities, and we're seeing a lot of people that want to spread the gospel in the United States, and we want to help those people. And so just pray that God would continue to bring along partners and volunteer ambassadors that would uh, be committed to getting people trained up and engaging others in scripture and, and in church planner training and just that God would continue to give us vision and discernment and clarity as we're entering into this new season mm. of, you know, a lot of people during the last two years have gone, what are you doing in the United States? And that made us really think, you know, like mm. there's, there's a need here for the gospel, you know? Um, and so to really continue to answer that, and we've started that process by the grace of God, and hopefully we'll continue to help everybody that wants to go and be a witness and, and testify on behalf of Christ to do that. Andrew, what would you say to our donors who pray for and support the work of Bible League, both here in America and around the world? Is is their investment, is it paying off? Hmm. Yeah, it's paying off. Yeah. Um, we take that very seriously. And Bible League has been part of my life for as long as I can remember. And um, I know a lot of our donors and, and our partners are committed to the work of Bible League. They, they want to see Bible League thrive. Hmm. And having been part of Bible League for the last going on eight years now, 
it's an incredible operation, really. It's to, to be able to help the church, to be able to to get people Bibles that wouldn't have the money for Bibles otherwise, mm. and to do it in such an efficient way. I mean, from the way that we print, to the way that we ship, to the way that we um, select who we partner with, we are going for the most impact possible. Mm. And so thank you for praying for us. Thank you for your support. And um, you are part of this as well. This is God calls some to preach, some to teach, some to give financially. And so um, it's it's an incredibly important part of the ministry, and we can't do it without you. So thank you. Andrew, thank you for those heartfelt thoughts and for giving us an overview of how Bible League International is ministering right here in the United States. Friends, thank you for listening and for supporting Bible League with your prayers and financial gifts. Will you follow Bible League on social media? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And you can sign up for our e-newsletter and verse of the day at BibleLeague.org. That's BibleLeague.org. And let us know how today's program impacted you. Email us at podcast at BibleLeague.org. For the Word in Action podcast, I'm Michael Woolworth.